It's Monday, May 2nd, and this is Goodwill Talk Daily. It's great to be with you on this beautiful Monday in May. Can you believe it? We have gotten to the month of May, and uh, I hope that you were able to be in worship over the last uh, weekend. It really was uh, a beautiful time of worship. Uh, One of those weekends where every single location is doing something different, and I had the privilege of being in Montgomery this weekend, first time in a while that I've been there, and uh, was able to join Bruce Anderson, who is a missionary that we've been supporting for quite a long time here at Goodwill Church. We've been financially supporting him, and he's also the main reason that we have been able to adequately um, respond to the Ukraine crisis. Uh, It was his contacts in Poland that the majority of our money has gone to to support refugee relief and to care for people who are in an incredible amount of pain there in the Ukraine. That was all because Bruce Anderson had those contacts in country. In fact, he's the point person for the entire denomination in our Ukraine relief efforts. And so it was a real joy to have him with us this weekend. I hope if you were in Montgomery that you enjoyed that time. If you were in one of the branches, I hope Hope you enjoyed worship there. And let me encourage you to head over to goodwillchurch.org and find 40 minutes or so to listen to Bruce's sermon. I know that it will encourage you and inspire you into the work of global missions. Well, today we're back in 2 Timothy chapter 2, and we're actually coming towards the end of chapter 2. We're going to spend the next couple of weeks finishing this chapter up. And what we're looking at in these verses is really um, what God has called your pastors to do and be and what he's called us to avoid. And so it's going to be hard to think through, okay, what does it look like to apply this to my life? Well, today there's some clear application, but over the next couple days, it really is about the Lord's servant, about the pastors that God has called to shepherd his flock. And so here's what I'm going to ask you to do over these next few days. As we're finishing up this, uh, this devotional, Would you take a moment and pray for your pastors? We really need it. We always need your prayer. We need your encouragement. And so um, would you pray for us as we go through these next few days? Um, Because that's what the text really is about. It's about Timothy's role as a pastor in Ephesus. And so here's what Paul says to him as his mentor. Have nothing to do with foolish, ignorant controversies. You know that they breed quarrels. The second Timothy chapter two, verse 23, have nothing to do with foolish, ignorant controversies. You know that they breed quarrels. This is um, something that Paul has had to deal with in his own ministry and something that Timothy will have to face as well. We've already seen in earlier chapters or in earlier um, sections of second Timothy that there are these false teachers who have gotten into the church in Ephesus, and part of what they do is they engage people in what they say are scholarly theological debate. But really, what they're doing is they're having a, a uh, ignorant, the NIV actually uses the word stupid, quarrel, or argument about pseudo-intellectual things. It's a way of using philosophy and intellectualism to confuse the people. And what Paul is telling Timothy is, hey, don't get drawn into these debates. That these false teachers are using what sounds like really thoughtful intellectual language to confuse people. 
and to really hurt them and draw them away from Christ. The, the foolish and stupid arguments here are really foolish and stupid theological debate. Now, this doesn't mean you don't correct those things that are wrong. That's why Paul is telling Timothy to have nothing to do with people like, um, what was it, Hi, Hi, oh man, I can never get their names right. I always say this wrong. Hymenaeus and Philetus. They need to be avoided. They need to be confronted. They need to be uh, rebuked for their false teaching. But it's not a good idea to just jump into the mud with them and start arguing and start debating as if you can win. Because as soon as you're in the debate, they've already won. Have you found this true in your own life? That there are people who aren't all that interested in the truth. They just want to argue. There are people who will find anything to, to use as basis for um, what they call theological debate, but what is really just a foolish and ignorant controversy. This is something that can really uh, embroil a church. It's, it's not a desire to move forward in the truth. It's not a desire to come together with the scriptures and say, how do we respond to something? But rather, it is the desire to fight. There are people who just love to fight. I mean, we, we know this in people in our own lives, in your own families. Aren't, aren't there those people who just love to pick at you until you're willing to get in the mud with them? And here's what Paul tells Timothy. Avoid that. Just don't get involved. Don't get involved in the fruitless debate with people who just like to fight. We live in a culture that is all about these controversies and fights. And it's, it's remarkable. Any little thing that happens, we find ourselves arguing about it, right? Um, in the middle of a global, um, just completely horrifying invasion of Ukraine, global strife is happening. There was one actor who slapped another actor at an award show. And what happened? Everybody had to take sides. What do you think should happen? What do you think, what do you think they should do about this? Right? It was a way of distracting us from some serious things that are going on in the world. And for the Christian, it was a way to distract us from our prayers about those things that are really important in the world. These are trivial, ignorant, stupid controversies that we get drawn into. And while, while they can be entertaining, you know, there are entire TV shows that are set up about putting a group of people in a room and watching them argue with one another over silly, trivial things. It can be entertaining, but it is a pure distraction from the work of the gospel. It is a pure distraction from the work of the church and of, of, of building the kingdom, of, of being a part of what Christ is building here on earth as it is in heaven. And so if you are a naturally um, pugilistic person, if you like to fight, if you like to argue, then that's something in you to bring before the Lord. I'll be honest, I've had to do this as well. I grew up in love with the political world. I love a good political dogfight, but it's just not helpful for the sake of the kingdom. And so I have to bring that to the Lord and ask him to deal with that in my own heart that I might not be somebody who gets drawn in to foolish and stupid arguments, to ignorant controversies, as the ESV says. No, rather than ignorant controversies... Why don't we come to the scriptures together and use them to build one another up, to strengthen our relationship with Christ and our relationship with one another, to develop a, a biblical worldview and a heart filled with love for the Lord and for our neighbors? 
where we understand biblical themes of mercy and justice. You know, this is the work of the church. It is to plumb the scriptures for guidance that the Holy Spirit might be able to lead us forward in holiness in our lives, and ignorant controversies and foolish and stupid arguments can get in the way of that work. And so, brothers and sisters, as we go into this week, there will be, there will be times where you will be tempted into a foolish and stupid argument. There will be times that you'll be tempted into an ignorant controversy. Resist it. Resist it with everything you are. Instead, as you find yourself tempted, come back to the scriptures, come back to the Lord, come back to prayer, and ask that he not allow you to get sucked into that world of argumentation and and controversy, but instead to look to Christ, to look to the way that he loved those around him. Ask him to work in your heart that you might better love God and love neighbor. That's what we're supposed to be about as Christians, loving God and loving neighbor. And as difficult as it is, it is so much better for the kingdom than foolish and stupid arguments and ignorant controversies. Let's pray together. Lord, we thank you that you have given us a better way than the way of this world. This world entertains itself with foolish, silly argumentation. People who get into controversy over the silliest things. Would you spare us from that? Would you turn our ears and our eyes away from that and onto Christ? Would we be about his kingdom? Would we be about your glory? Would we not be about our silly, petty arguments? Lord, help us to avoid those things because we know that all they do is produce quarrels. And instead, let us pursue Christ. And would the Holy Spirit produce in us the fruit of the Spirit? Thank you, Father, for loving us and for caring for us and for guiding us through this week. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, God bless you. Thanks for being a part of Good Will Talk Daily today. I'll be back again tomorrow for our next episode.